Welcome back to the Courage Within podcast with your host, Libier. In today's podcast, I'm going to be diving in into my self-image journey and how I lost the weight that I gained. Now, to be truly honest with you, don't get mad at me. I did not lose physical weight. What I did lose was the weight of condemnation over how my body looked and the weight of feeling ugly and not acceptable because I didn't look a certain way like magazines told me I should. If you're interested in this podcast, even though I haven't lost any actual weight, please keep on listening. I believe that God has something for you that maybe you needed to hear today. Maybe you clicked on this video because it intrigued you because maybe you're on your journey of trying to lose weight. And let me tell you something, there's nothing wrong with setting habits that are going to be helpful to your life. There's nothing wrong with wanting and desiring healthy lifestyles, but there is something wrong with the enemy coming at us so harshly, giving us giving us so much fear over whether we are enough or have value because of the size that we are. I do want to advise you that there is a trigger warning in this video. I am going to be talking about an eating disorder that I healed from with Jesus and how that affected my life. So if you are triggered by that, please know that that is something that we're going to be talking about. So maybe say a little prayer for yourself before you listen to the podcast so that God can help you heal and help you hear anything that you need to hear in this episode. I feel like I'm getting emotional already and I haven't even talked. I feel like this video, I've been wanting to film this video for so long and it just hasn't been the right time. You know, you know, when you want to talk to someone about something that is super important, but yet you don't feel like you have it all together in that regard. Well, that's how I've been feeling. I've been feeling like, why should I make a video about losing weight and being healthy if I haven't gotten myself together? But I think that's the right place to come at it with, right? Is that I am not at a place that I feel like I am at my healthiest weight. Um, I did gain 20 pounds through COVID. Um, My dad passed away in 2020 uh, from bone cancer. And then the pandemic just wrecked havoc on my mental health. I am not at a place where I feel like I could be like, oh, follow me and listen to my tips about losing weight. That isn't what this podcast is intended for. What it's intended for is to give you the insight of how Jesus has helped me overcome self-deprecating thoughts in my head about who I am and what value I have. I believe that any journey is worth talking about if it helps someone else in their journey and wherever you are at with this issue, whether you are in a really good place with food and exercise or you are in a really toxic place with food and exercise, I pray, I pray, I pray that Jesus through this podcast would set you free, that he would do something in your spirit that would help you to catapult yourself to healthy living in your head, healthy living in your body, healthy living in your spirit and in your soul. My main focus for today's podcast is that you would learn that you are not alone in the feelings that you feel about your body and about your mind. I know for me, I was always troubled with the thought that I was too fat. And this is really sad to say because it was at a time where I was the thinnest in my life. I look back at pictures and I'm like, oh my gumballs. What was I thinking? Why did I think that way? But I didn't know at that time that the way that my body was, it was enough. 
no matter what it looked like. I almost feel like I had this like blinder onto the beauty of what God made in me. I didn't see myself as beautiful. I only saw the shame that I felt because of all the trauma that I have been through and all of the abuse. I have been through a lot of sexual abuse and that I believe set the tone for me hating my body. To be honest with you, I self-sabotaged my body because I honestly felt like it made me go through so much pain. You know, I in the back of my mind, I must have thought, hey, if I wasn't attractive, then I wouldn't have attracted this kind of abuse or betrayal. Looking back at pictures of myself when I was at my thinnest and still knowing that in my head, I felt like I was too flawed, that I wasn't beautiful, that I wasn't enough it grieves me. It makes me so sad. Now that I am a mom of two girls, I know that I have gotten that side of compassion because of what Jesus did for me on the cross. I have taken his compassion onto me and now I'm able to give myself compassion and grace, which is something that I wasn't capable or have capacity for in the time when I didn't know Jesus. I was so hard on myself about my body. I was so, the, the inner monologue inside my head was so harsh and mean and those things I would never ever 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 say those things to anyone that I loved but why was I saying it to myself let me back the train up a little bit because I need you to understand some things okay when I was in my 20s I did not know God I believed that there was kind of a God but I didn't know Jesus I didn't know the Bible I was angry at God I felt like oh my gosh if you are real I don't even want to know you. I don't want to follow you. I'm, I'm too flawed and too nasty, too disgusting to be a Christian or to love Jesus because I can't put myself together and I can't, I can't, I can't stop sinning. That, that was what my, my, um, my head told me. I can't go to God until I put myself together, which is kind of totally a messed up gospel and backwards because the Lord had met me. Jesus met me at my lowest. Jesus met with me in my complete shame and unworthiness. And he met me at that place. He came to me. He He came, he drew himself close to me so that I could know that I didn't have to believe that about myself, that I could believe different things because he created me. For the longest time, I didn't know how to be humble. You know, I didn't know how to be confident. I didn't want to be pompous and be like, oh, uh, I'm beautiful exterior, you know, in my exterior, I'm beautiful or my body's beautiful. Um, but what the Lord began to show me was that I didn't make myself. He made me. So I'm not going to be boasting about myself and comparing myself to others, making myself better or making myself better than anyone else. But if I see myself in this equal plain to everyone else. God made us all in his image. God made us all with worth and value to offer. God made us all with beauty to offer. No matter what we look like, God made us in his image. Listen to what the Bible has to say about you and me. Genesis 1:27 says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So he created woman. He created you. He created me and you in his image. If we say things like, oh, I love the way that I do this, it's not boasting on yourself. It's, it, 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 you can be humble and be confident at the same time, depending on 
where your confidence is at. If your confidence is in self, then we're going to completely be egotistical and, and have this like puffed up self. But if our confidence is in Jesus, then, then we have this holy confidence that gives us this frame of being able to stand up straight and say, yes, I was made in the image of God. No matter what I look like, no matter what my body looks like, no matter what my weight is, I belong to Christ and I am enough. And I am enough. And because of that, I'm going to take care of my body and my mind and myself in a way that is respectful and loving. I didn't know that you could do that, that you could switch the frame of how you view exercise and food and, and health. I thought before, I need to look a certain way so that I could be worthy and valuable. That was that was the driving force of, of me working out and binge eating. I struggled with bulimia for a very long time. And I had this thought in my head that I have to control things. I need to have control of something. So I need to control this, the way that I eat, the way that I don't eat. When you haven't gone through an eating disorder, you don't understand the peril of you don't understand the impact and the weight of being under a eating disorder. And if you are in one, my gosh, I'm praying for you because it is hard. It is so, so, so challenging to be in a, a state of perpetual thoughts about your food, the exercise. And, and it's almost like this addiction to the thoughts of how you look and you it's never enough. For me, it was never enough. I would step on the scale and I would see the number and it would never be enough. And finally, when there was a number, I had a number in my head that if I could hit that, then I would feel okay, that I would feel finally, you know, you know, at that time, I, I wanted to feel sexy because I I wanted to feel that I wanted I wanted to make sure you know that I was pleasing to to the other sex right I didn't have a mate at that time and I and I wanted to get married I desired to have a relationship and I wanted to feel lovely and I and I wanted to feel successful and, and free and I thought that those things came with a weight on the scale when I hit my lowest weight and in my mind I thought it's still not okay. I still need to lose more. That's when my brain was kind of like, mm, is it really? Is it going to be enough if you drop five more pounds? Is it going to be enough if you drop 10 more pounds? Is it going to be enough if you drop 20 more pounds? Like, wait, when do we stop? And I began to ask God to help me because I knew I couldn't do it by myself. I knew I needed help. I knew I desperately desired to be different. I desperately desired to feel a different way and to not have to have these invasive thoughts about myself and the way that I saw myself and the way that and the way that I treated myself for not being those things. I began a journey of healing with the Lord and he began to show me that there was a lot of work to be done. But half of the battle was me stepping into his love and he was going to take care of the rest. I believe without a shadow of a doubt that God healed me absolutely from bulimia. I went from desiring to be in the eating disorder to not having 1% of desire for it. Thoughts of possibly 
going back into the addiction and going back into these thoughts of 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 self-deprecation would come to my head and and then I would have to say no the beer no you don't have to go that way you you have a new way now you have a new path that you're forging you have a new way that you are that you are coping with all the stressors of your life you have a new way of coping with the pain and the trauma and the grief and the sadness and the anger and the frustration and the resentment and the powerlessness of your situations you have a different way you have different ways that give you life rather than death i began to ask the lord to give me power in my mind and he gave me a verse that is so powerful i would say it to my brain over and over and over again whenever i had the thought of being back in that bulimic state, I would say for God has not given me a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and a sound mind. I just wanted a sound mind. I just wanted to have peace inside my head. I just desired to feel enough and safe and secure. And I felt like I had no discipline. So for me to have this verse to go to that rebuked all the anxiety out of me, rebuked self-loathing out of me, and rebuked insanity out of me. Oof, I clung to that verse like you have no idea. I believe God's word is medicine to our hearts and souls, especially when we speak it out loud. When we speak it out loud, there's something that happens that is miraculous. And I began to see changes in myself that I have never seen before. I began to start loving myself and not loving myself in like a, Ooh, I'm, I'm, you know, not in like a egotistical, like I don't care about anybody else kind of way, but in a, wow, I can love me. And because I can love me, I can love others. Now I have this open heart that is a flesh heart that isn't just stone and, and protecting itself. I have a way of connecting to myself, to God, and to others that I didn't have before. And it happened through me journaling, going to therapy, reading my Bible, going on walks, like doing physical things, but not for the sake of looking good, not for the sake of looking a certain way. I began to change my mind about what exercise meant to me, what food meant to me, food before meant to me to numb the things that I was feeling, the emotions that I was. Uh, not wanting to feel, I went to food to emotionally eat that thing so that I could stop feeling that uncomfortable feeling. But I realized that those feelings are going to be there no matter what. And if I eat the food that I'm not nourishing my body with, I had to ask myself, is the food that I'm eating loving me back? I started to ask God to partner with me in my self-control and to ask and to help me redirect my thoughts about what foods I was going to put in my body. I started to ask God to help me with the love that he gave me, that I would love myself enough to say, hey, no, that food doesn't love me back. So I'm not going to eat that and put that in my body. I'm not perfect. So I don't have this perfectly even now. I still sometimes eat food that might not be good for me per se, but I eat it with the intent of I'm going to eat this and enjoy it. And leave God the rest. I'm going to, I'm going to ask God to bless this food to my body, right? And do the best I can. Next time I eat, I'm going to eat something that is nourishing and wholesome. 
I'm starting a revolution of how I see food and how I see exercise. And I'm starting to see that there is so much power in intuitive working out and intuitive eating. I, I'm learning that myself, I need to have fluidity in, in my in my routines and not this rigid thing of you have to go on a run or you have to do uh, this hit workout even if you don't feel like it. I started listening to my body and saying, hey, what do you need today? Literally, like I ask myself in the morning, Libier, what sounds good for you to do today? What do you need? What does your body need? And most of the time I come up with something awesome that I want to do that moves my body in a way that honors and respects me today. And then I also do that with food. It's like, what kind of food are you needing right now? What kind of food will support your day today? That is where I'm coming from now. And I have lost the weight of condemnation and judgment over myself i have lost that in the name of jesus and i hope that you do too because it is so much nicer to come to a relationship with god in yourself that is a kind one it, it is much better to be in relationship with myself now that i am more compassionate have grace for myself have love and respect of my mind and my body and my and my soul and i give myself the things that i need i do lots of self-care because of the journey that i've been on that is the reason why i started all of that i do my blog the the podcast the books that i've written i've written two books i've written a book for girls ages 11 through 16 it's called the butterfly key and it, it shares all that i have learned about being a woman and coming and taking those thoughts that are giving you a toxic mentality inside of yourself and bringing them into the obedience of christ and sharing with girls how to take their most toxic thoughts and bring them to the truth of god so that their lives will change and not be the same i wish that i had that book when i was their age because it gives them insight into who they are in christ they build inner strength that can't be squandered because of a circumstance outside of them so if you know of a girl in your life that is 11 to 16 pick up the butterfly key on amazon it is a great read for any girl that is struggling with their image because i know that i struggled with my image and the things that i learned in therapy i put those in very practical workbooks i put the wisdom that I gained through so much therapy and so much Bible reading and so much journaling and speaking with God and healing. I put that in the book so that the girls who read it hopefully will be encouraged at that age to be who God called them to be and not who the world wants them to be. Um, that they would have an inner voice that is kind to themselves. That they would learn how to speak kindly to themselves. It is such a cool book. It has a little rainbow if you bend it like that. It has illustrations. This The main illustration in my book that explains why I wrote it is a little girl looking in the mirror. One of the mirrors is shattered and she looks ugly and broken and she doesn't like herself. And the other mirror, she has a rainbow over her head. The sun is beaming and shining on her face. She is joy filled because Christ loves her and she can love herself because of the love of Jesus Christ. This is the image that sort of explains this whole book. I want to encourage you to pick it up if you have a daughter or if you know a girl in this age group, 11 to 16, it has so many practical activities for her to learn how to take care of her mind and how to decipher what thoughts are coming from the enemy and what thoughts she should have to replace those thoughts 
of toxicity. There's practical ways that she can cope with all of the stresses of her life and there it has prayers for her and, and places for her to do homework so that she can learn how to redirect those thoughts about who she is. If she's not feeling confident that she would have, like I said before, that holy confidence in Christ. I also wrote a parent handbook that tells you exactly what she's going to be reading in each chapter, and it gives you a prayer for your daughter and a way that you can connect with her and help her in her journey of becoming that woman, right? In this stage of 11 to 16, they go through so many internal changes and I know for me junior high was the worst it was one of the most difficult seasons of my personal life so I wanted to write this book so girls out there didn't have to go through as much peril as we did before we had google before we had therapy and it was okay to go to therapy I just want to create a conversation surrounding losing the weight of the weight of your soul losing the weight of shame and condemnation about your weight, about your current physical weight. Your physical weight does not weigh your worth in God. Your worth and your value and your importance don't belong to a tag that says a size that has a number. Your number isn't your value. I hope that you know that and I hope that you are blessed by knowing more of God and more of who you are in him. The more that you discover who he is for you, you're going to discover who you are in him and nothing will stay the same in you because you will know that you are worthy of love and connection. You are worthy of treating kindly. You are worthy of respecting and loving and honoring. I'm going to leave you with another scripture that really helped me. It's out of Colossians 3.10 and it says, And I have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. I had to know that the old me was dead. I had to, I had to die to myself in order to raise back up and become a new creation in Christ. When I gave my life to Jesus, for me, everything changed. I became a new person. No, I'm not perfect. And yes, I still have work to do. I still have, God still has to do a lot in me. I am not perfect in any way, shape or form. And I will never be on this side of heaven, but I am enough in Jesus Christ. And so can you, if you accept Jesus into your heart, you are enough, no matter what, no matter what has happened to you, no matter what you look like, whether you are completely out of shape or in the best shape of your life. I pray that your weight would not be your worth. I pray that God's love will be your worth because that cannot be taken from you. And you don't have to be scared that it's going to go away one day because of what you weigh in at. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for your love your unconditional love that casts out all fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one that is made perfect in your love does not fear. Thank you that we don't have to surrender to fear in our lives, God, but that we have power in our minds to have self-control, to have love and power. Thank you, God, that we can have love to ourselves because you gave us Jesus. Lord, thank you that you have given us your son so that we could be free. Thank you that when we accept Jesus into our hearts, we become enough in you, Lord, and we can come to you boldly. We can come to your holy nature and presence, and we are daughters and sons of a holy king. Thank you, God, that our weight is in our worth. You are our worth, God. Father, I rebuke any 
oppression that my friends are experiencing in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke anything inside of their spirit that is saying to them that they are not enough, that their weight is not enough, that the way they look on in the mirror is not good. Lord, you have created them in your image and that is good. That is good. You don't make junk. You make wonderful, beautiful things. Lord, help us to see ourselves the way you see us. Give us eyes to see the real person that you created in us and to not boast and and, and have egotistical pride about about self-love, but that we would have Christ's love empowering us to love ourselves and love others and to love you beyond anything else. Lord God, help us to be obedient to you and to have faith that you are going to do a work in us that only you could do, that you're going to heal us, Lord, from any eating disorder, from any toxic mindset. I rebuke eating disorders and toxic mindsets in the name of Jesus. They don't belong here. Flee. Thank you, God, for your peace that surpasses all our understanding and that guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. In the name of Christ, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for letting me share my story with you. And I'm sorry if I was a little kitschy with the with the title of this. I hope that you can forgive me. And I hope that you do feel empowered to lose the weight of what you look like in the mirror. That what you would see in the mirror would be a reflection of Christ and a reflection of God. The lovely reflection of God. The handsome reflection of God. If this podcast helped you, please send it to a friend that you think might need to hear this as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in, friends. I love you and I will see you next week. God willing. Bye-bye.